Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Philippine Health Secretary Francisco Duque III hints at the widespread lockdowns in the coming weeks if the latest surge in coronavirus infections worsens. Metro Manila is currently under a nighttime curfew and areas where there are several infections have been locked down. Despite the restrictions, Secretary Duque acknowledged the need to balance public health and economic health. Everything uh, is possible, but we have to calibrate our response depending on the data. Yeah, there might have been some uh, uh, loosening up of the restrictions. Again, not for uh, bad reasons, but uh, you see the, econom the economic cluster has uh, been begging practically to really uh, open up uh, more parts of the uh, economy. Dahil sumasadsat talaga ang uh, ekonomiya, and the whole world is we've seen that the whole world is really uh, uh, on its knees mm -hmm. in trying to uh, contain their own uh, spikes or surges and no. uh, we are no exception to that no? Secretary Duque also said the health department is responding to requests for staff augmentation in hospitals the province of Bulacan set to implement a one-month curfew beginning today, March 17. It will be from 11 in the evening to 4 in the morning. The province is also implementing a liquor ban, which will halt the sale and transport of alcoholic drinks. There will also be additional border quarantine checkpoints in various parts of the province. Bulacan has a total of 1,175 active COVID-19 cases with 92 fresh infections and five new deaths based on its March 16 data. The Philippines once again tightens its borders amid the latest surge in COVID-19 cases in the country. Manila suspending the entry of foreigners and returning Filipinos who are not overseas workers starting Saturday, March 20th until April 19th. Aside from OFW's, holders of 9C visas and those with medical and humanitarian cases are exempted from the travel ban. Government aims to prevent a further increase in infections and to block the entry of new COVID-19 variants. On Tuesday, the Philippines reported more than 4,000 new coronavirus cases for a fifth straight day. In England, health authorities are investigating a new coronavirus variant first detected in the Philippines. The P3 variant has been designated as a variant under investigation. Public Health England says the variant includes a number of mutations found in the variants from South Africa, which is more transmissible, and Brazil, which is more resistant to some antibodies. The agency identified two cases of the Philippine-linked variant in England. One is linked with international travel, the other is under investigation. Officials have placed the variant on its watch list and are taking steps to stop it from spreading. Over the past 24 hours, the UK has recorded over 5,000 new COVID-19 cases and 110 fatalities due to the disease. Philippine College of Physicians urging businesses to implement staggered work hours for its employees as the country deals with the current spike in COVID-19 cases. The organization's vice president, Dr. Maricar Limpin, says the high volume of people leaving their homes at the same time makes it very difficult to adhere to the 50 percent capacity rule for public transportation. 
Limpin is calling on the government to cut that capacity threshold further to at least 30 percent so commuters can still observe physical distancing. We're full, really full. The ICU is full. Uh, the regular rooms are full. The emergency room was full. And uh, nakapila yung mga pasyente. Why we see, you know, uh, serious cases of COVID-19. And maybe, you know, people do not realize this because they probably did, do not feel the effect of COVID-19. They have not been uh, affected by this disease. Probably they don't have any relatives or any friends who got COVID. But, you know, if you have uh, one, just one uh, relative or one uh, friend who got COVID and had COVID, severe COVID, then you will realize the impact because COVID-19 is not really an easy disease to deal with. The governor of Oriental Mindoro is willing to press charges against Philippine Police Chief Debold Sinas if there is enough evidence to show he violated health protocols during his trip to the province last week. Sinas was in Oriental Mindoro when he was diagnosed with COVID-19. Oriental Mindoro Governor Hormilito Dolor says the Philippine provincial government, make that the provincial government rather, was not informed of Sinas's chip, even though his camp claims they directly coordinated with the local government of Calapan. I cannot uh, determine personally and officially uh, whether uh, General Sinas uh, is directly responsible. However, the city government uh, will say or is saying that this did not pass through the uh, screening process of the city government or did not do coordination. Then he should be uh, he should be held responsible. I uh, personally, sir, I am not I am not uh, concerned whether he's the chief of uh, PNP or whether chief of military or whether he's government official. No such thing as a VIP person. No, no VIP treatment for anybody has violated the law. He violated the law. He should be held responsible. In other news, a proposal to divide the Philippine province of Palawan into three has been rejected. On Tuesday, the Philippine Elections Commission declared Palawan will remain as one province based on the official results of last Saturday's plebiscite. More than 172,000 residents voted against the division. That's about 50,000 votes more than the 122,000 in favor of splitting Palawan into the provinces of Palawan del Norte, Palawan del Sur, and Palawan Oriental. Almost 298,000 Palawan residents cast their ballots in the plebiscite. That's 60% of all the registered voters in the province. The Philippine Supreme Court considers requiring police officers to wear body cameras when serving warrants. Lawyers have been urging the high court to be more proactive in addressing the alleged human rights abuses committed by law enforcers, especially after the so-called Bloody Sunday police raids in the Calabarzon region where nine activists were killed. But the National Union of People's Lawyers says the use of body cameras isn't enough. First, there is a first team that will barge in and uh, to take into custody all occupants of the house. Tapos they were herded out outside or in, in one place of the house. Then the first search is conducted. The second search is conducted. And, and it's there uh, usually that they found uh, alleged uh, firearms and explosives. If uh, the first team will not wear body cameras, 
uh, hindi natin makikita no yung mga planting of evidence at sa mga irregularities The lawyers group also urges the Supreme Court to look into how search warrants are issued. As reported by uh, the court office of the court administration administrator, 63 search wa uh, search warrant applications were filed in uh, March 1. The 63 applications were raffled off to the executive judge and the three executive judges. They resolve everything in two days. Sa mga lawyers that uh, are engaged in litigation, we know for a fact that uh, one hour is not sufficient to uh, finish uh, an examination of witness, especially that the Constitution provides strict uh, guidelines on the issuance of warrant. The Philippine police and the integrated bar of the Philippines agreed to have closer coordination amid the recent spate of killings of lawyers, prosecutors, and even judges in the country. PNP officer in charge, Lieutenant General Guillermo Eliazar, met with IBP President Attorney Domingo Cayosa Tuesday. Both sides vowed to help each other, particularly in finding justice for slain court officials. Since President Duterte came into power in 2016, around 60 lawyers have been killed according to the Free Legal Assistance Group, or FLAG. That's double compared to the 28 deaths in the past four decades. An independent international commission investigating rights abuses in the Philippines says the country's human rights situation got worse in the past year. In its initial report, Investigate PH says political repression by state forces has become more brazen since June 2020. It adds the passage of the anti-terror law and the establishment of the government's anti-communist insurgency task force have paved the way for more rights violations. Investigate PH will submit its findings to both the United Nations Human Rights Council and the International Criminal Court. It plans to release a second report by July and a final report by September. News overseas now eight people shot dead at three day spas in Atlanta, Georgia, Tuesday. At least six of the victims were Asian women. A man suspected of carrying out all of the attacks has been taken into custody. The Federal Bureau of Investigation is helping local police in handling the shootings. In business, a major win for Uber drivers in the UK. The ride-hailing giant is set to reclassify over 70,000 of its drivers in the UK as workers instead of independent contractors after losing a protracted legal battle at the Supreme Court. The change in employment status means British Uber drivers will now be entitled to receive minimum wage, vacation pay, and access to a pension plan. The ruling is also seen to impact others in the gig economy, where millions of people tend to work for one or more companies on a job-by-job -job basis. London is one of Uber's largest markets in Britain and accounts for about 6.4% of the firm's total gross bookings. And that'll do it for today. Thank you for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Play back this newscast to an ANC's YouTube channel and on ANC 24-7 on Facebook. Keep safe. Keep it here on ANC.